This is a Bloomberg Quick Take. Context and background on issues of interest. Our focus is on how our phones have become our wallets with Bloomberg's Olga Karif. The situation. This transition is happening much, much faster than many of the previous ones. So if you think about, for instance, the transition to credit cards. Uh, back in 1959, uh, American Express introduced the first plastic credit card, and within five years, they had one million users. Now, fast forward to, uh, say, Apple Pay, which launched four years ago, and it's not even the, the largest mobile payment uh, provider. So in five, in, in four years, they already have tens of millions of users. And it's actually happening much faster in other countries outside of the U.S. What are some of those countries then that are really adopting payments by phone? So, uh, you know, in the U.S., we already have credit cards, which are pretty convenient to use. And we have banks and bank accounts and bank cards. But there are many countries um, in the world where uh, there are huge unbanked populations that have trouble making payments, receiving payments. And uh, these are the countries where mobile payments are taking off uh, the fastest. So uh, we are talking about uh, countries in Africa. We are talking about China. China has the, the world's largest unbanked population, and there uh, mobile payments have been taking off uh, just amazingly fast. All right. But for thousands of years, cash has worked incredibly well. What are the advantages then to mobile payments? So mobile payments are very helpful for people who want to do some uh, online commerce, participate in online commerce, uh, or to people who, uh, you know, happen to be far away from uh, other people who they need to send payments to. So uh, in Kenya, for instance, mobile payments to cough. Uh, initially as a way for people to send money back to uh, relatives back home. Uh, previously, they would have maybe had to, you know, take a bus for many hours to, to get back to their village to relay the cash, and now they can just do it with the push of a button. The background. So the first mobile payment system was set up in Japan by Sony and by a, a carrier called Entity Docomo. And basically, uh, this was, you know, just over a dozen years ago. And so this whole evolution just happened since then. And who is most attracted to mobile payments? So this would be people who don't have bank accounts, who have trouble uh, you know, uh, basically paying bills or uh, relaying money to relatives, sort of performing some of the basic functions that uh, a lot of people in the developed world uh, take for granted. So uh, countries with large unbanked populations like China and uh, Kenya and other African countries would be some examples of that. The argument. A lot of people initially... Um, have mistrusted mobile payments because they had security concerns uh, about them. And some of them were valid, but, but a lot of the uh, kinks got worked out uh, of the system already. You know, I, I would say that uh, kind of the, the biggest issue uh, for uh, with adoption right now is that, you know, in the developed world, uh, credit cards are already very functional, very fast to use, very convenient. And so uh, basically mobile payment services have to offer something extra that credit cards don't offer for 
uh, consumers to start using them. So maybe they need to be linked to a loyalty program or uh, coupons or you know something interesting like that. And then in the developing uh, countries, mobile payments are very useful and um, they are taking off uh, very fast. Um, but you know, in places like China, for example, uh, it's basically you know two main services that are uh, competing in this market. So there is a little bit of a question about sort of choice and competition uh, in this kind of markets. What about the growth of mobile payments in the United States compared to the rest of the world? So it's been a bit slower um, than you know in places like China, for instance, quite a bit slower. Um, and the reason is, uh, again, credit cards are super convenient as it is. And also, you know, some types of mobile payments, uh, such as Apple Pay, they require a revamp in um, the sort of equipment that retailers have at checkout. And uh, this revamp is costly, and, you know, some retailers, such as Walmart, just don't see a need for it and have been holdouts. So that has slowed down the transition as well. Olga Karif, we thank you. And for more on your phone becoming your wallet or other quick takes, go to Bloomberg.com or for terminal customers, go to NIQuick. I'm Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio.